Good evening and welcome to Sport Radio's coverage of the top of the table clash here in the second last round of the Defence Jobs WNBL. It's the Canberra Transact Capitals up against the Adelaide Quit Lightning in what should be a very interesting game. Craig Revelle and Michelle Hocking to call all the action of tonight's game from the AIS Arena. And Michelle, we are really looking forward to something special. Ah, look, it's going to be a fantastic clash tonight. What more could you ask for leading into the finals, you know? Top top of the round clash. Um, Capitals, last time these teams met, you know, came away with a really convincing win, but Adelaide Lightning without Erin Phillips, and she is just critical to this group, as well as Rasmussen. So, you know, I think Adelaide will be out tonight to not only make up for um, their loss last time these team, teams met, but also to make sure that they cement themselves the number one position going into the finals. Yes, it is a interesting lineup tonight. Completely different in its attitude and in its firepower with the inclusions tonight of Rasmussen and also Phillips, as you said. An interesting one. The Capitals will see tonight Tracy Beatus. Beattie celebrate her 250th game in Defence Jobs WNBL and uh, that is a, a fantastic effort to be notched up by a player who was thought two years ago to perhaps be on the strapping. Hasn't she come back in the last two years? Uh, look, the move to Canberra for Tracy has just reinvigorated her basketball career and you know she's um, an experienced quality player and probably for many years you know, if she didn't probably get the, um, I guess, the accolades she deserved, she didn't get a lot of court time for many of those seasons, but she's really a critical part of this Canberra Transact Capitals lineup, and deservedly so. You know, 250 games in this league is quite an achievement, and so that will give her life membership to the WNBL. So that's a real um, career highlight for her and against her old club, you know, so what a way to play a 250. Couldn't have been scripted any better, could it? Hey, oh, interesting to see Nerida Cooper not out with the Adelaide Lightning tonight. Cherie Smith, the first time we've seen her here in Canberra, and uh, certainly wasn't playing last weekend on the road trip, so uh, that is a, a big inclusion for the Adelaide Lightning, Cherie Smith, to uh, come from the bench, a, a former starter of this Lightning team. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I don't know um, why Cherie didn't play last time, though. Up here, I'm not entirely sure, but she will give them something additional. You know, Adelaide's got a really strong lineup. They've got players that can come off the bench and do some real damage for them. You've got the likes of Deanne Ransom. She's been around in the league for many years now, and on her night, she can light it up. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going to be a tough outfit. Narelle Lindsay, so much experience. Um, and as I said before, Erin Phillips, well, she'll just leave this, this team out on the floor and she gives 110% at both ends and she can turn a game around by herself. Yep, she can indeed. It is going to be an interesting night tonight. Last night was a bit of a thriller for the Adelaide Lightning, a nine-point victory over the AAS. Not the preparation they would have wanted, but certainly was uh, an interesting test of character by the AAS. Well, that's right. And haven't the AIS really come strong in the last couple of weeks? They've been taking it at the league leaders. You know, Sydney Uni players, I think they took it into two points. It was in the end. It was certainly a very close game. So, you know, that's just this um, credit to the girls. You know when an AIS group gets together that they're going to have a lot of talent and... Um, you know, it just takes them some time to get used to playing at this level for 40 minutes a game, and they obviously did that against Adelaide last night. 
Yeah, they did indeed. It is uh, only moments away from the teams being introduced. Whilst the teams are being introduced, we'll hear from the coaches. Well, Crick Lucas, here we are again, the second night of a doubleheader for you up against, uh, well, the two top teams in the league playing for top spot. Yeah, look, uh, you know, it's, uh, it took us a while to get here today, but, you know, yesterday's gone, so we're moving on to, tomorrow, to today. And how are the team backing up after last night? Oh, we... Yeah, we haven't talked about it. We're, we're fit enough to play too, so, you know, the advantage that Canberra have got, they've been sitting here waiting for us, and uh, that's just the way it is. All the best for tonight. Thank you. Well, Sandy Tomley, after a few weeks away, you're back in the assistant coach chair and ready to give uh, this top-of-the-table clash a big shake. Yeah, it should be definitely a good game, and it's, um, you know, after last weekend's re- results, it was good to come back to have those few games, and um, tonight, I think, it's going to be another step up from that, so hopefully we come out with a W. Did you get to see any basketball whilst you're overseas, or did you get away from it completely? Well, I had, I mainly had a big break, but I did actually go and see some college games. Uh, I saw two games over there. I saw uh, University of Mexico, which is top 25 at the moment, and uh, also University of North Carolina, who's ranked two. So um, I tried to stay away from as much as I could, because they're going into the state stuff straight after the Capitals, but, um, you know, you can't give up an opportunity like that to see some college games. And coming back into it tonight, uh, the East Adelaide side has been in good form. They had the loss against Sydney, but that was after a tough night before in uh, Townsville. Yeah, I mean, you know, second road trip's always tough. Um, I mean, they had the Institute last night, which I think they expected probably to be a little bit uh, easier than they did than end up being only a 10-point win. So, but look, they know what's at stake tonight, so we're expecting them to come out, um, you know, firing, and, and just like we know what's expected of us, so we're going to try and come out firing too, so we'll see what happens. All the best. Thank you. And Sandy Tomley returning to the Capitals program, of course, last week. But her first home game since coming back from the United States. Sounded like she had a fantastic trip. Having a look at some college ball there. Yeah, that would be great to go over and have a look at some of the college ball. I actually think that, you know, that's probably the best ball in the in the States to watch is the college ball because it's just so um, exciting and so structured. And, you know, there's a lot of dis- the discipline. I think it's a, a much better game for a basketball purist anyway. It is going to be interesting to see how the Capitals take on the Adelaide Lightning tonight. It should be an exciting game, and it is. The top of the table clash. Looking at the ladder coming in... Well, in fact, I'll look at the uh, the ladder. It is... Uh, I'll have it up here in a moment. And uh, as of the middle of this second-last round, 16 of the Defence Jobs WNBL... It is the Capitals and Adelaide at the top, but Adelaide sitting on the top at the moment as we're halfway through this round with 15 wins and 4 losses. Canberra on 14 and 4. So Canberra tonight with a win would go to 15 and 4, but they would have the season split on Adelaide, which means that no matter what happens, if they're even, Canberra finishes ahead of Adelaide. Canberra will play for the split against Sydney next week, who is currently sitting third on 14 wins and five losses. So a loss tonight, but a win next week will guarantee them second spot. That's right. A loss tonight and a loss next week could see them finish as far as third place. Bulleen look like they've wrapped up fourth with their win last night against Townsville. They sit on 11 and 9. Dandenong on 10 and 9. So Dan Nong could go to 11-9 with a win over Townsville, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Bulleen have the split on them. 
So once again, if they're all tied up, Bulleen will he- finish ahead. With the split is the crucial factor. If your win-loss ratio is the same, it's not points for and against like we see in a, a lot of other codes. That's sport. right. It's the results between the two teams, so it's really important that you know if the Caps get this one tonight, they've pretty much secured top spot for the finals, which is exactly the position you want to be in. Tracy Beatty stands in the centre circle. Jess Bibby, Donna Lofthagen is going to start tonight instead of Abby Bishop. So that is one change to uh, the regular starting lineup I think we've seen for most of the year. But nothing really lost there when you get a uh, an Olympian and Commonwealth Games silver medalist in your squad. It'll be Rasmussen, Garn. Phillips, Foley and Woosnam to start it for Adelaide. But the tip-off, gone beating in a 250th game, goes back to Abrams. Abrams' pass is chopped off that time and Phillips will bring it into the front court. Adelaide get first, effective possession. Phillips goes all the way over the top of Bibby, but the layup wasn't land. Garn throws it on to Bevel Ackwood's foot. It rolls over the baseline and it will be Adelaide's ball still with a reset shot clock. In fact, it went over the sideline, not the baseline. So yeah, interesting that Bibby started out on Phillips. I'm I'm interested in that matchup. I would have thought that perhaps it would have been Tully and uh, or Kelly Abrams. So oh, nice steal, Donald Lofthagen. Good hands. Off to the races, into the front court now. Pulls up, then just sets the play. Gives it to Abrams. Abrams all open, top of the key. The shot was off to the right and hit on the back iron, but. Jess Bibby doing the rebounding as Beatty had done the block out. Bevelacqua back to Bibby, inside to Beatty. Couldn't get the score, thought she travelled inside. Bibby gets the outcast ball and it's hit off the front of the iron. Kelly Abrams gives up the first uh, foul of the game when she crashes into the side of Jess Foley and no doubt about that one. Yeah, and I think there's, you know, a little bit of nerves. This is really the lead into the finals for both teams, so there's been a few loose passes and, you know, a few sloppy pieces of play. Rasmussen has to get the ball at half court as the Caps try full court press off the inbound ball. Oh, Phillips. Woosnam cuts down. Great block by Kelly Abrams. And Bevelac was now off to the races. It's still nil all. We've played a minute. Bevelac drives on the baseline. Outlet pass to Bibby. Bibby goes into the paint. Pop jumper off the left hand is short again. Rasmussen does the rebounding and Phillips brings it down. Phillips now pulls up at Abrams. Works around the arc. Then hands off to Foley. Woosnam and Garn brings it back. Garn comes to the right elbow, lob over the top. Donna Lockhagen boxing out well, just uh, jumps in on the pass. Quick transition, Bibby will lay it in for the first score. It's interesting, a minute and a half for a score in this game and there's probably been about four or five turnovers. Not what you would expect from a top of the um, table clash. No, Garn sets up on the right wing now, goes back to Woosnam, top of the key. Then off to Foley on the left 45, still two steps back from the arc. It puts the ball on the floor now. Bevelac was off to the races. She makes a steal to Jess Foley with the block of the day. And we've seen a few already. We have, we have. It's great to see the girls going at it so hard. I think it's going to be a tough night for them physically. It's really hot in here. Um, and they're going to be putting each other under an awful lot of pressure. Abrams inbound pass to Bibby. Bibby nails the J from about 10 feet on the left-hand side. It's uh, quickly back into the front court. Oh, Foley gets it over to Rasmussen. And Jess Bibby just pushes her over. Not to the ground, but knocks her off a balance. No doubt about the foul. That will be Jess Bibby's first one. Doesn't give up a lot of fouls. And uh, 
In fact, uh, well, it could be a strategic one. It may well be. Foley gets the inbound ball to Phillips, and Phillips gives the bimmy play back to the Capitals. First score for Aaron Phillips. Ball transferred down the front court. We haven't got much time here. As it goes around the arc, Abrams, Beatty, then Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua takes on Foley. There's uh, some experience there on the floor with... Uh, Tracy, uh, sorry, Tully Bevilacqua, who of course has taken a world championship, and Jess Foley, who after leaving the AS program went straight over and played college ball, which that's you've right. already been talking up tonight. Yeah, that's right, and she had a very good um, career. career there. Yeah, she certainly did. Yeah. Inbound balls, uh, Foley knocked it over the side. Bevilacqua takes the chance and nails the three. Just uh, that little... Oh, another turnover almost. It's really sloppy out there. The, both teams need to tighten up with possession. I mean, there's a fair bit of defensive pressure, but you don't expect teams at this um, level to be making as many turnovers as they are. They have made a few so far. Phillips rushes it into the front court from the side. 7-2 is the score, so the Caps are up by five after they had that seven-point run. In fact, uh, was it a seven-point run or was it a four-point run with a two and a three? I think it was a four-point yeah, run. <laughs> I think it was a four-point run. Looks, looks good. Yeah. Second, uh, for second personal foul now on uh, uh, Jess Bibby. So she's racked them up early here, the scoring machine for the Capitals. Phillips gets the inbound pass, pulling Bevelacqua away. Garn gets a good screen from Garn. Backhanded bounce pass to Woosnam. Couldn't nail the three, but Rasmussen gets the rebound. Phillips inbounds it again to Woosnam, who took a position in the paint. Layup didn't uh, didn't drop, but uh, unfortunately for Loft Hagen, she had the body in the cylinder. Yeah, and the Capitals, I think that will be their fourth team foul for the quarter, so that's a bit of a danger for them. They've still got seven minutes to play effectively, and they don't certainly don't want to be in a position where they're going to be putting Adelaide on the line. Adelaide are particularly good at going to the bucket hard, getting penetration either off the dribble or off the pass. So that's going to create some problems for them. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Graffy start to switch up the defences a little bit just to try and protect some players. Worked well last night for the AAS switching between man-to-man -man and zone as Woosnam makes both of the free throws and at the other end, Tully Bevelac was hit the floor. Six minutes fifty left to go in the first term. So the that's game the has started. Play. That is the first time the game has started. 6.50 left to go. So it's at uh, 2 minutes 10. In, no, 3, three minutes, minutes 10, 10 into the game. So for Mavalak, well, we'll go to the line. I didn't see who the foul was charged on, though. I think it was on Erin um, Phillips. I think that may have been her... On oh, Jess Foley. On Jess Foley, apologies. Yep. Yeah, on Jess Foley, the uh, foul. Inbound ball from the baseline goes to Bevilacqua. Only uh, well, one foul away from the bonus here are the Caps. Inside to Beattie. Beattie, oh, great read of the play by Foley. The pass was going across for Beattie to set up for the three-point play. Foley gets it in, gives it to Woosnam, who brought it down the floor. Rasmussen's at the top of the key. Phillips gets away from Bevilacqua, but her layups aren't landing. Garn has the ball stripped by Bevilacqua, but Garn was fumbling for it, and it's over the baseline, Capitals will get the ball back. Yeah, neither team's really started to get into a rhythm as yet this game. Um, so I think I think one thing that'll really be whoever gets the dominance on the boards will be really important, and whoever can you know get through their stuff and execute without with the least amount of disruption from the defence will be the key to this game. Bevelacqua getting trapped down on the baseline there has to roll the ball back to Abrams. Abrams drives into the oh. key, loses the handle on it, grabs it back. It was almost a carry. Wooster then kicks it. Phillips gets into the paint, and it still doesn't drop for Phillips. BT has, uh, sorry, Bevel Aqua gets knocked over by Rasmussen, but I think it's going to be Rasmussen that gets the uh, 
gets the foul. No, I don't think they've called a foul there. So. I thought they were calling a charging foul, but no, ball's going to come in from the baseline. No foul called. It's a fair no call. Gone for three off the back of the iron. It lands in the lap of Abrams who comes off to the races. 7-4 here with 5.50 left to go in the first turn. Copper the arc is Loftagen. Then right side 45 is Abrams outside. Has to go high pass to Beatty. Then goes back out to Bibby. Look away pass into the right hand wing. Abrams puts it up. Rings out. And it's the Adelaide Lightning back off again. Foley down, low post, turn around, Jay didn't hit. Garn comes up with a rebound. Goes back to Foley, this time for three. Again, it rattles off the iron. Lofthagen grabs the ball. Garn gets her hands up as she was flailing on the pass. Knocks it over the side and it'll bear Caps ball. 7-4, 5-22. And Abby Bishop will come in for Tracy Beattie, the first change of the game. Uh, she's coming for Lofthagen, actually. Uh, taken, sorry, yes. Yeah, what, what shooting percentage do you think we're at right now? It'd be pretty I reckon we're about Craig? 13% would be mine. <laughs> like to uh, see the stats. Oh, we could see the stats now, actually. Uh, Mish, we'll get the stats up for you so you can tell us. Uh, Bevelacqua, Bibby, inside on the left lane to Bishop, who has the ball stripped by Rasmutin. Phillips and Woosnam lock it up. It's a jump ball. No, foul called on Phillips. 11% for Adelaide, 30% for the Capitals. And we're going to see Abby Bishop go to the line because that will be the fourth. That'll be the 15th foul. No, so, uh, no, that was yeah. Adelaide. That will be their fourth oh, sorry, team foul. Yep, okay. I'm reading the uh, score backwards. <laughs> Don't worry about me, folks. We'll get there eventually. Erin Phillips has got two personal fouls, though, and that is probably a small concern. Yeah. yeah. Three total to four total. That's correct. Natalie Hurst comes out on the court. Is this the future lawn bowling champion of Australia we're watching? I don't know. We've got to get that photo to put in next week's program, by the way. Bibby drives on the baseline. Rastrinan's gone in, reaching in, and it will be her first personal foul. This will take them to 14 fouls apiece, and that is an important one because it means that Caps will go to the line every foul from this. Abrams inbounds it to Hurst, who pulls back. Top of the key, but two steps back from the arc. Then goes to Bibby, left 45, drives in, just in front of the charity stripe. It doesn't fall. Bishop does the work, gets it back in. That's good, Abby Bishop. Well, nice, strong board from her and a good putback. Great start for her. I believe she had a really good week on the ride last week, so that's good to see. Best on ground in the in the second of the games against Dandenong last weekend. It's nine points to four. On the right-hand side is Foley. Foley trapped by Bibby. Bibby working hard in defence here. She's a shooter, but it's good to see her working the D. Gets away to Abrams. Bibby has done a great job on Foley there. It went to Rasmin and Rasmin and tried to bounce past it in. It was almost intercepted, but the 22nd, 24-second shot clock had expired, and Chris Lucas has decided to pull the trigger here. Timeout, Adelaide. Yeah, I... Capitals defence, they just seem to pick up the intensity the last time down the floor and Adelaide really just look like they haven't got any sort of rhythm going in this game as yet, making um, uncharacteristic turnovers and just don't seem to be very active without the ball in their hands. They're setting some good ball screen, um, on-ball screen action, but they're not doing a lot away from the ball, so they really need to improve that. It is a interesting state of play. In fact, White Line Fever still yet to get a run. The former Flame Lindsay is there. Uh, Dee Ransford and Cherie Smith. There's plenty of experience. And, of course, Lauren King 
He is great outside. Has got a very good defensive game too. I don't know that a lot of people uh, rate her defensive game, but it is extremely strong for a, a, a three-four player. She uh, can. She's got the outside game and the defense to really make herself uh, a, a good player in this WNBL. Oh, absolutely. You know, she's a great, as you say, she's a great shooter, very good offensive player, but defensively, she's got the kind of rangy arms and, and what have you that, you know, she can just get hands and fall and, and uh, that sort of thing. So she'd be really useful. And it'd be interesting to see if Chris changes up his lineup at all. He hasn't. He's, got, he's sticking with it. So, you know, we're still, he might want to think about injecting something new into that group and see if they can get some sort of swing or momentum from it. Three steals to two, five turnovers against Adelaide, two against the Capitals as we come out of the timeout here at AIS Arena. This is Caps versus Adelaide, top of the table, clash round 16. It's Abrams, gets the ball inside to Bishop. Bishop goes over the top to Beatty, but Rasmussen gets in on the pass, taps it over the baseline, and it will be the Caps ball from their offensive baseline. It's Beatty, Abrams, Bishop, Hurst, and Bibby now. So a reasonably tall lineup for the Caps. Inbound pass goes to Bishop, then well back on the right-hand wing to Hurst, who brings it up to the top of the key. Abrams on the left side, 45, then goes back. Long way out was... Uh, Bishop, uh, it was Beatty. Bishop on the baseline puts up a shot. It goes right over. Foley will come up with it as the Caps were unable to secure ball. Woosnam drives at Hurst and kicks it back to Foley. Foley nails a three, and that is exactly what Chris Lucas wanted out of the timeout. 9 7 here with 3 minutes 44 to go. Bishop on the right lane, then goes to Beatty. Hurst drives the left lane, has to pull up as Foley gets to her. Beatty again gets a handoff. Abrams from downtown nails the three, a captain's move. Yeah, and I think Kelly, from um, what I saw of last weekend's results, she seemed to have a little bit, come back into form a little bit. She had a, couple, a week or two where she oh, I think she had a month. A month, yeah. yeah a, a month. Of, a just quiet a month game. For, her, for yeah. Kelly Abrams. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? We expect so much from her. Woosnam's pass was too hot for Foley. Good work from Hurst, because Hurst took a position behind Foley there to stop her, you know, ha- having a back-to-basket, in fact. And, in fact, what eventually happened was the ball because uh, Foley couldn't go back for it, goes over the sideline, Caps get it back, another turnover, 12-7, 3 minutes 16 to go in the first term, Capitals, with Bevelac, we're back out on the floor, Beatty sits down, that's a change <laughs> and a half, isn't it? Abrams then goes, but I guess uh, Beatty was almost playing in the two spot there for a while, <laughs> Hurst thought about the three, Lindsay is there watching her, inside to Bishop, and Bishop will bank it in off the glass. That was a nice two-man play there from Hurst and Bishop, they just uh, used each other extremely well, got some cut action and found Bishop on the open post. Lindsay's in the right corner, but goes to Phillips, Foley cuts into the paint, and Foley will get the score. Communication <laughs> breakdown from the Capitals defensively then. Foley to five points for the game. Abrams has the ball, left 45. Goes back, Lofthagen's back out there as Hurst drives down, pull up, jump shot, oh, it's off the back of the iron. Bishop has a strip, Lofthagen comes back after it, but Lofthagen had a toe on the line and it will be a turnover. Bishop's getting a lot of possession down in the paint there for the Cats, not only from some good post-up, but also from um, just contesting the boards. Is interesting to watch. Phillips carrying it back, comes up to a former Opals teammate in Bevilacqua. He gives it to Woosnam, then back to Phillips. Phillips, turn around, gets away from Bevilacqua. Long shots over to Woosnam, into the corner to Lindsay, and Lindsay nails the three on the baseline. Oh, and the real Lindsay's had an immediate impact. She's an experienced player. She'll just give them something 
know what you'll get out of her. Hurst goes to Lofthagen. Lofthagen should have shot in my mind, but she went outside, going to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua goes back inside to Lofthagen. She lays it in. Yeah, good flash cut from Donna. She just spent the ball on the outside, repositioned inside and got the ball back. Can't see Donna Lofthagen on my score sheet. It's her first <laughs> two points. As we move to 16-12, to 12, still a close game here at the AIS Arena. One minute and 35 seconds left. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Phillips. Oh, Phillips sees an opening. Drives in. Knocks down Bishop. But the outlet pass from Garn is a two-pointer. A toe on the line. Garn yeah. nails it from That's the right side. Sorry. Adelaide's getting some good dribble penetration and finding the open player when they draw the second line of defence. So that's an improvement from them at the offensive end of the floor. It's like Rasmussen will come straight back into the lineup here. Yeah, and Sam Woosnam will sit down. He wants, uh, obviously, Rasmussen to line up on Lofthagen and also to give Woosnam a minute 20 of extra breather, I guess. Inbound ball from the side went from Abrams to Hurst. Back to Abrams. Abrams pull-up jumper in the paint off the back of the iron again. Slapped away by Loft Hagen and Hurst secures at the centre circle. She looks up. One finger in the air. Goes to the left-hand side. Bevel Aqua drives down to Lindsay. Has to go back to Hurst. Hurst for three. It looks good off the hand but hits the iron. Garn slaps it over the side. Over the baseline, I should say. And it will be Cats ball once again with a new 24-second shot. Well, shot clock. Shot clock. <laughs> I should finish the sentence here. You can abbreviate so much. Inbound pass, bounce pass to Loft Hagen on the baseline, then it has to go out all the way back. 55 seconds on the game clock. Oh, Bevelacqua throws it away. No way uh, Kelly Abrams could even get a hand on that pass. As I was saying, 52 seconds on the game clock, 24 on the shot clock for the Adelaide Lightning. Adelaide really didn't take advantage of the fact that the Capitals were in foul trouble so early on in the quarter, so that's one thing they'll be ruling. Foley for three as Phillips again drove in, drew the players. Foley had time to set up. That's her second three of the night. She moves to eight points for the game. 16-17, Adelaide take the lead. First, a bounce pass into Lofthagen. Lofthagen draws. No call as she thought to answer slap. Foley comes up with it. We're going to go to the quarter time break here. 20 seconds left. Garn drives in. Lofthagen makes the steal. So Caps, 15 seconds left. Hurst brings it into the front court. Can the Caps lead at the first break? So run a set play for the last possession here. Seven seconds. Hurst, oh, zigzag. She'll have to go for the three, but she had a foot on the... Oh, she had a foot on the line, and she nails a three. I think, uh, well, three referees, and they didn't see that she had uh, more than a foot on the uh, line. I saw 18, 17, so they did only score at two. I saw three fingers in the air, though, but uh, it was a great shot from the 45. Yeah, look, and good patience from Natalie, because she really looked to penetrate and got a bump from uh, actually just regained her poise and and nailed a pretty crucial shot, because the Capitals, um, you know, started out that quarter with a really good start, good, good lead, and they let Adelaide get back into the game, so... To come away at quarter time with at least a one-point um, lead is something that they'll be happy about. Yeah, they will do indeed. The two-pointer. Uh, now they've scored it as a three. We're going to the break, 19 to 17, on the on the scoreboard in the centre of the stadium. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. As the kids are nailing from a little uh, portable truck here, they're nailing out these little basketballs into the crowd, and uh, well, doing a great job there. Look, we will have a look at the stats. I'm now confused because I saw three fingers from the referee going yeah. here, but I reckon the scorers saw what we saw. There was a foot well and truly on the three-point arc here, 
19 to 17 is the official scoreboard on the webcast as well. Okay. And point scorers at quarter time. Let's have a look. We've got four points for Abby Bishop, leading scorer for the Capitals. Three for Hurst. Then four for Bibby. Three for Bevilacqua. Two for Lockhagen. And three for Abrams as well. Yeah, three for Abrams as well. Sorry. I'll let you do the stats because <laughs> it's more your... It's more yeah. your cup of tea. Yeah, it's interesting. The Capitals are certainly spreading their scoring load around. And you look at the um, Adelaide lineup, and you've got Jess Foley leading the way there with eight points. I mean, that comes from the three-point range. And that's really been when Adelaide started to get some good triple penetration of the player on the outside. Rebounding stats are looking pretty even. Uh, assists and point, uh, personnel the same turnovers. Adelaide had seven turnovers for that quarter. They'd be disappointed with that. But, um, you know, I think they tied up going into the last few minutes of that quarter so it's a not tight one it is indeed looking at the second chance points or the bench points uh, second chance points for the capital they've picked up two that is the same as Adelaide bench points capitals getting seven bench points for three from Adelaide Lightning although I'd look at the minutes there because Adelaide players played a lot of minutes in that first term they certainly did Chris Lucas didn't put much, many up subs through in that game whereas uh, carry put quite a few players through and rotated, so it'll be interesting to see if they take the toll coming down the stretch. I know Chris said that his team are fit enough to play two games. 38 degrees here in Canberra today, it's hot in this stadium, and they've travelled this morning, and they had a tough game last night, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the second quarter. We're underway here, as you can tell, Michelle's voice is starting to fail, so Simon Peters is going to join us in the commentary as the Caps turn it over, and Jess Foley will bounce it on the iron, but it does drop, and Jess Foley goes to 10 points for the game and is leading scorer on the floor. We're back to 19 points apiece with 9 minutes 30 seconds left to go. 35 seconds, in fact, left to go. Oh, Bevilacqua gets uh, Lindsay to the floor, but the shot doesn't drop. Phillips falls over, and Bevilacqua is going to be called for the foul, reaching in on, or pushing foul, in fact. Have to see who it scored against then. And it's going to go against uh, the seven. How can it go against seven? Natalie Hurst isn't out there. Ten. Abby Bishop's picked that up. Where was Abby Bishop? I, I didn't thought she see was on it, the man. bench. Sorry. I, I no, that she was even, uh, was definitely off the ball. If anything. Yeah. So. All right then. Well, it's Lindsay now. Right hand side goes to Rasmussen. Rasmussen drives baseline. Lofthagen does it. Oh. That sits <laughs> up between the shot clock oh. and the top of the uh, of the uh, backboard. So it is a turnover. Rasmussen go on the, the baseline drive with the reverse, but she missed the ring and the backboard. Yes, Abrams now back to uh, Bevilacqua, then on to Lofthagen. Bibby decides to go for the three. It's short off the iron. Phillips does the clean-up, and Phillips is off to the races. Brings it down the left-hand side. Foley's got a three-point range. Not this time. Lofthagen cleans up. And run and gun certainly is that game tonight. The two 13s take each other on. Rasputin blocks the shot and takes away the steal. Great move there by the Adelaide import. Then it goes to Phillips. Foley tries to dump it off. Back to Rasputin, but Bevilacqua will get it. Quick transition, but they're just not in the rhythm tonight. 38 degrees is a bit too much for everyone. Just trying too much. Both teams are really... 
trying to push it along in, in fifth or sixth gear at the moment, and they're really not warmed up. So. Well, sixth gear is the cruise gear. We're watching them in <laughs> second or third for mine because they are revving hard. It's Foley going to Phillips. Phillips with Bevelacqua watching her. Bevelacqua just hand out. Turn around, jump. Got away from Bevelacqua, but the shot didn't drop. Bevelacqua does the clean-up, and she goes straight down at Rasmussen. Rasmussen's going to be called on the foul. That is a world champion in action. Yeah, just... Uh, you can see the indecision there with both uh, the Adelaide players as to who's going to pick up Tully. And Tully pretty much ran it straight at the middle of them. And uh, in the end, it was uh, someone made the decision. It was Kristen Rasmussen who decided she would uh, stick the hand in, but uh, way too late. As Lofthagen sits down, Tracy Beatty heads back out there. Tully. Oh, that was a funny free throw. That looked like one of those Korean double pumps. <laughs> Where they used both hands to push it up there. It didn't look like the uh, normal free throw action there. This one looks more traditional. Much better. <laughs> it had a much bigger arc on it too, didn't it? Much nicer. Yes. Uh, sub, Lauren King coming into the game for her first minutes on Jess Foley. So obviously they're deciding that they've got to give these girls a bit of a break. Inbound pass, Woosnam, the Caps putting the full court pressure on, uh, Lindsay gives it back to Woosnam, gets over with two seconds, over the half with two seconds left to go, inside well to the arc, goes to Rasmussen, Woosnam gets the hand back, drives baseline, Ooh. looked like Bishop had got a piece of that shot, Woosnam comes back up when it doesn't fall, gets it out to Lindsay and then hands off to Phillips on the left wing. Phillips brings it back to the centre circle as she sets up the play now. 15 seconds left. Gets a good screen from Rasmussen. Outlet, bounce pass, look away. Woosnam, three points, bang. Yeah, it's probably where Sam Woosnam can be pretty pretty dangerous. She, she seems very innocuous out there on the three-point line, but she can shoot it. Adelaide up by two, 20 to 22. Caps, Bevelacqua for three. Bounces off the iron. Beatty tries to tap it back. I think uh, King did get the last touch on it as it went over the side. Sub in, Natalie Hurst will come for Bibby. That's one of the big things this year. Jess Bibby is a shooter, but when a game's been off, Kerry Graff has been able to call up Natalie Hurst, and Natalie Hurst is being told, shoot it if it's there. And more often than not, it's been working for the Capitals. Hurst now puts the ball on the floor, pulls up at the low post, comes back for three, lobs it over the top, gives it to Beattie to use her height. She's double-teamed, has to outlet it. Tap on two, Bishop. Oh. Bishop lobbed up, just great-looking play. Didn't come off for the Capitals. Bit of volleyball there. Awesome not play expert. from Tully. Yeah, that was really good, but Abby, just not ready. Lindsay from the edge of the arc. Shot doesn't drop. King does the rebounding. Gives it back to Phillips. Six minutes, 46. We're 20 points to 22. That means we've only seen about seven points scored this quarter. If Phillips drives at them, gives it back to Lindsay. She knocks down a three. And I'd like to know, that is a lead now for the Adelaide Lightning of five points. They've turned it around from a one-point deficit at the first break. It's just not good scouting from the Caps there. Narelle Lindsay, pretty... Uh, you know, I might get a bit of flack for this, but in my opinion, that's that's all she's got is that outside three-point shot. And if they if they take that away from her, she's going to struggle to score from anywhere else. Well, if you wrote that in the Canberra Times, you'd get some flack for it, but I think you're safe here tonight. <laughs> no, I just, like, Narelle used to be a very, very good player, but I think she's lost a bit of that, and she still is a potent outside shooter. But at this level, and in, in this game in particular, that's all she's got, and she's already hit two tonight. So the Caps have got to step up on that and then just take that away from their game. They yep. saw him sub out Jess Foley too, which is probably a good move. She made some pretty bad choices and bad decisions, a couple of crappy shots and some, some dodgy passing, and the, 
the opening minutes of this quarter. Yes, it is. 25-20, Adelaide with the lead at the moment, taking out a good-sized crowd here at the AIS Arena tonight. So taking them right out of the equation, in fact, as they have the lead for the moment. It is what they've scored... Adelaide have scored eight, eight points now for the quarter and the Caps have scored one point for the quarter coming from Tally Bevilacqua's foul shot. So that is a real concern. That is also the reason why Coach Graff pulled the trigger and called the timeout. Yeah, it's going to be a game of up and downs. Bringing the ball down the floor. It goes right side to Beattie now. Beattie looking around. Oh, she was on the right lane. Has to go outside to Bevilacqua. It's in the zone. Bevel Aqua puts up the shot, knocks it down. That's her second three-point. She's only hit two three-pointers tonight from the field. (laughs) Running now with seven points for the game. Phillips gives the ball on the right-hand side to Rasmussen. Rasmussen goes to Woosdom on the left-hand side of the key, still outside of the arc. Then it's Phillips for three on the left wing, but hits the iron too hard. And it's uh, Bevelacqua who kicks it to half court, gives it to Hurst. Hurst, looking around, goes right side, gives it to Abrams. Bounce pass inside to Bishop. Bishop outside the Beatty, top of the key. Hurst for three! Oh, flat pass. Beatty runs it down, though, keeps it alive for the Capitals, who get a reset shot clock. Abrams now will set the play. King watching her. So King playing in about the two position here as Abrams. Goes right side, gives it to Hurst. Hurst goes to the right wing, out to Bevelacqua, then oh. to Abrams who gets the shooter's bounce. Not a pretty shot at all, but the rings here like Kel Abrams and they decided to that that one in. Yes, they did indeed. It was pretty flat. It was, but it went straight up and came down through the net. Phillips trying to duck and weave. Her pass, though, was at the foot of Lauren King. And Abrams is off again. Kicks it. The pass was behind Bevilacqua. But she was good enough to get it on to Bishop, who bounces it in off the glass. Sully Bevilacqua made that basket. That pass was a bit wild from Abrams. And as you mentioned, Craig, behind her. And she managed to scoop it up and skip it on to Abby Bishop for the easy two. Yes, it's the Capitals by two now. 27-225. Tully has just gone headfirst into Norell Lindsay as Foley and Garn will come back out for Rasmussen and Lindsay. So, a couple of changes here with 4 minutes 44 left to go in the quarter. It's a good sub. Definitely get Foley back out there, get her head, head back around the game. As we mentioned, it hasn't really been in there this quarter yet. But uh, And Garn, is, she's a great player. We've got to, got to keep her out there. If you can have the luxury of rotating her and Rasmussen through the game, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. And one of the reasons why these two teams are at the top of the game is the quality of their bench and the strength. It's, uh, well, almost a turnover. Phillips shoots for three. Another flat pass. Something about the atmosphere in the AS Arena tonight. It must be heavier than normal with this humidity or something because the ball just isn't getting in the air. It's a Bevelac one now. Oh, Oh, the pass was too hot for Abrams. Broken up by Phillips. Good hand in the lane there. Yeah, Musum goes left side to Phillips. Phillips now calling Garn to come back to her. She's on just the right-hand side of the key, outside the arc. Woosnam, Woosnam puts the floor, drives into the paint. Biggie oh. couldn't get the block on it and makes the shot. Not pretty, but effective from Sam Woosnam. Woosnam goes to seven points for the game. It's 27 points apiece with 3.50 left to go. And Hurst setting up for a three on the baseline. Oh. It hits the iron and Woosnam comes up again. Kicks it to Lauren King. King comes up to Abrams. Kicks Foley. Foley lays it in. Just good running from Adelaide. Just they're applying that that pressure all the time. 
making the Caps defence get back and have to play them. 29-27, the Adelaide Lightning leading the Capitals with 3.35. The crowd starting to talk it up for the Capitals. Drives into the paint, Abrams, then puts up a speculation. Oh, ring lover. Oh, there was a magnet at the bottom of the net and it just drew that ball that was bouncing around on top in. Kim Whelans was even getting a laugh out of that, a former teammate. Yeah, much better looking shot than the last one too, so... Ab's starting to find some uh, the bottom of the basket. The defence calls come up, but you can't do much about that. Sam Woosnam, three-point bang. Adelaide is certainly, certainly winning that outside shooting contest at the moment. They are indeed. I'll have a look at the stats in a moment. But they were shooting 50% just before that shot. It'll go up a little bit now. As Bevelak was slipped over as she started to drive, had to give it back to Abrams, then goes inside to B, who can't get the shot to drop. 25 in a 250th game. I was thinking they should have put a zero on the end of her jumper for tonight's game yeah. to have the 250 there. goes for three. It doesn't fall. King tried to slap it away, but only into the hands of Hurst. Hurst's off to the races. Takes on Phillips. Lost the handle on the ball. Is it Phillips or is it Foley to get their third personal foul? It's going to be Phillips, and she'll sit down. Yeah, probably a lucky bailout there for the Caps. Natty Hurst probably should have pulled up for that shot. Is that a shot. timeout being called there? Looks like it. Capitals timeout. Interesting one. Mm, yeah, as I was just saying, they're probably pretty lucky there, the Capitals. The, um, Natty Hurst just a little uncertain and really forced that pass through, trying to find Abby Bishop and got hacked on the pass, but it wasn't a great pass, and then probably uh, lucky to get the foul there. Natty should have pulled up for the for the two there, but um, yeah, here we go again. You know, I think it's going to be this sort of up and down game. It's going to be Caps will score five, seven points, then Adelaide will run at them again, and then Caps will run at them again. And I guess it's it's uh, who's got the stamina and who's got the uh, the percentage plays. And neither team really playing a lot of high percentage basketball at the moment, but uh, I think it's going to be like that down to the wire. It's it's desperation. It's two weeks out from the end of the season and uh, both these teams have got something to prove. They have indeed. Timeout at the timeout. It is Foley with 12 points, the highest scorer on the floor. 10 points to Sam Woosnam, second highest scorer on the floor. Then it's back to six for Norell Lindsay from two three-pointers. Sam Woosnam hit two from two from the three. Phillips has missed two and Garns missed one. And Foley has hit two from five, which is giving them a, a stat like uh, uh, 42.9% from... Uh, sorry, 50% from outside. That'll do. And Caps restart the play. Inbound to Beatty. Back to Abrams, then to Bevelacqua, who sets up. Goes back. Abrams thought about the three. Got past Foley. Driving baseline. Had to stop when she had nowhere to go. Bevelacqua oh! moves the three. And, <laughs> yeah, it is a third. And it moves her to double figures now. 32 points apiece with two minutes left to play in the half. Wisdom just went away. He looked in the hands of the trainers then for a while. Not sure if there's anything serious there. Garn drives into oh, the paint, nice. banks it in quite nicely. And that is what Garn can do to you right throughout the game. Yeah, she had a lot of traffic there and a lot of bumps and, and still got the shot off. Lofthagen is back out there inside to Bishop. Dumps it back to Lofthagen. Lofthagen waits for Smith. And Smith reaching in there yeah. has got called for the foul. Smith saying it was all ball. But I guess just new into the game and the ref wants to say, no, no, we're going to play it by my rules. Rasmus and they're also having a, a reach in there. So yeah, well, Cherie Smith might have had all ball, but somebody somebody <laughs> picked up uh, yeah. Donna Lofhagen as she was driving to the hole. Donna's going to take the first of the free throws. It's there. It wasn't convincing, but it's there. 
Hey, just there's been no arc on any of the shots tonight. People looking exhausted, hot and tired, and that's what pretty much everybody in this room is feeling after the day we've had today here in Canberra. Yeah, but the uh, the cash register rings as the uh, two shots go in. Can pass from Rasmussen and goes to Garn at the half. Almost Beatty making the steal that time. Smith goes to Lindsay. Oh, white line fever about to come into the game. That's going to be good to see. <laughs> as Garn, Garn drives baseline foul on Tracy Beatty. Her first personal. And now it's good to see that Tracy's getting a stat in her 250th game. Not the stat she wanted, though. And white line fever. Rebecca Duke coming in for Kristen Rasmussen. Did Just you see back Bevy on for the Caps as well. For Abrams, wasn't it? As uh, Lindsay goes to Garn. Garn backing away, then comes forward. Dumps off to Duke. Duke, oh, oh. shot was blocked that time by Beattie. Garn has the ball stripped by Bevel Aqua. And it will be 11 seconds left on the shot clock with the Adelaide Lightning still in possession. Smith to inbound the ball. Real slow on the trigger there, Rebecca Duke. Yeah, she took her time. This time it goes to Lindsay. Lindsay bounce pass to Duke. Duke playing on Beatty as it goes to Garn. Garn drives left lane. Pull up the elbow. Oh. Rattles in and out. Duke just overran the uh, rebound that time. As uh, Lofthagen copped a hit in the head. That's the white line fever that I was talking about. <laughs> Bevel Aqua. 55 seconds left to go in the term. Beatty now. Oh, Bishop oh, sorry, Bishop that. now. Bishop's thinking about the three. She has a foot on the Ooh. line, puts up the air ball, and that's why Thought she, too hasn't, much. <laughs> she hasn't got that outside game going as yet. And uh, it was there to take. She had her Adelaide defender convinced, though. She wasn't sure whether to leave her alone, and in the, in the end, gave her a bit of space. But uh, not a pretty shot in the end for Abby. No, Narelle Lindsay now bringing the ball back. I hope Karen Dalton's listening to this game call because Rebecca Duke's playing the five spot. And uh, <laughs> I did say to uh, I did say to Karen. Did I say Karen Dalton? Uh, Karen Dalton. I did say to Karen Dalton. Rebecca Duke can play the five. Well, she's getting outplayed by the 250-game veteran at the moment. But uh, I'm quite surprised to see her in the Adelaide side playing in the five. I'll back uh, Tracy Beauty in that contest any day of the week. Duke goes away. She's got the leg speed, and this is where she could come in. Goes high to, I don't know if they were former teammates at the AIS, but they were former AIS graduates, Foley. Foley in the corner has Tracy Beatty stripped the ball from her by slapping a hand, and the ball's over the side once again, but Bevel Aqua gets her first personal foul. I think Tracy might have been gone by the time Foles came along. No, I'm talking about Rebecca Duke. Oh, Duke and Foley? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they played together, though. the same thing. I think Foley was gone before. Garn bounce pass over to Duke, then into the corner to Cherie Smith. Smith goes back to Duke, then gives it to Foley. Foley drives down the left lane, stripped this time by Bevel... No, by Abrams. Abs put the hand up. Yeah, Yeah. she was volunteering because she had only the one foul. I guess Bevel Aqua only had the one as well. So Kelly Abrams racks up her second. We've got 19 seconds left to go, but... Caps just went into the bonus there, so uh, they will see Jess Foley go to the line. Carrie Graff getting uh, Natty Hurst on for the last 19 seconds of this game. Now, it's interesting because you're pulling out a box-out player to put in some wheels. Put out an outside shooter. Yep, okay. Foley makes the first. No trouble for Jess Foley, who moves to 13 points for the game. You effectively had three bigs out there in Bishop, Beattie and Lofag, and now you've got three outside shooters. Second shot is made. 19 seconds left as Bishop inbounds the ball to Bevel Aqua. They give it to Abrams. Abrams sets up the play from the centre circle. Defence jobs WNBL. Second last round of the season. Caps 
third last game of the year is almost halfway over. Abrams drives oh. in. Right-handed layup is good. Awkward shot, but it was nice and clean in the end. Abrams moves to nine points for the game. The Hail Mary at the end of the quarter doesn't land. And at halftime, we're all locked up at 36 points apiece. That is, a, well, an interesting result after Adelaide got out to, what was it, a five-point lead at uh, one stage of the quarter, about the four-minute mark of the first uh, of the second quarter. They were out to a five-point lead. The Caps toiled back and have brought it back to level. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I've said it a couple of times already, it's really going to be that kind of game. I don't think anyone's going to be blowing out the lead or, or getting out to a big margin. It's going to be tight and, uh, you know, not pretty basketball. There hasn't been much in the way of sort of uh, nice slick moves out there or plays being run to perfection. It's uh, Both teams are doing a very good job defensively of, um, of interrupting the other's offense. So it's going to be a real, real grind this entire game. It is indeed. At the quarter time break, it's all tied up here. Looking at the, the stats that I do have to hand, it is uh, at the moment turnovers 7 to 9. The Adelaide Lightning 9, the Caps 7. The foul count, well, 3 on Jess Bibby is the reason why we haven't seen much of her. At the other end, there's only been, well, 7 fouls in total by. Adelaide, but three on Aaron Phillips is the equaliser, I guess, because two powerhouse shooters, both with three fouls apiece. We'll look at the point scorers, and Jess Foley is dominating the floor at the moment, 14 points. Sam Woosnam with 10 for Adelaide, both those players in double figures. Then you go back to Narelle Lindsay on six points, uh, back to four for Tracy Garn, and then two points for Aaron Phillips. Great job by the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals who have kept the, the uh, well one of the most electric players in the league to just two points at the halftime break. The Capitals leading point scorer on the floor, Tully Bevilacqua with ten points, nine points for Kelly Abrams, then it's six points for Abby Bishop, three points for Natalie, uh, four points for Jess Bibby, three points for uh, Natalie Hurst, and that's how they make up the thirty. But uh, your thoughts at this halftime break, Simon? Um, nothing really unexpected. Um, I think with both of these teams, probably the barometers for both teams, I think, are Kel Abrams for the Capitals and uh, Aaron Phillips for Adelaide. Phillips has been very quiet. She's been involved. She's been you know, carrying the ball a lot, running plays and stuff. The shooting is out. She's, I wouldn't say she's taken many bad shots. She's just, they're just not dropping for her. Kel Abrams had a bit of a flurry at the end to get her up to 11 now, is she? 9 or 11? But uh, really not involved in that first half. I think if either of those players, one of them starts busting out and having a good game, that's that's the team that's going to win. Caps in Melbourne last week as we go to the halftime break dominated the game by picking up all those second chance points, not giving the opportunities to the other teams. This week, Adelaide have eight second chance points to the Capitals four. So that is the difference at the moment. If the Capitals can start locking up that second chance ball, uh, they should be able to take the win from here. But Adelaide is not letting them get away at the moment. This is sportradio.com.au's basketball, the Canberra Transact Capitals radio network from the AIS Arena. We hope you're enjoying all the action. We'll take a break and be back with more shortly. Welcome back to the AS Arena at sportradio.com.au's coverage of the 
Adelaide versus Canberra. Round 16 clash is already underway. Well, it's half-time as we come back from the half-time break. 36 points apiece in what I thought has been a, a, an interesting and challenging game by both teams. Michelle Hocking, who uh, sits back in the chair to give us her analysis of the game. Yeah, it really has, and it's been tight. I mean, if you look at the stats for the game, there's not a lot of difference between the teams. They're both shooting, at, you know, around the 40% mark. Um, turnovers, Adelaide in the second quarter really cut down their turnover rate. They had seven at the quarter. They've ended up with nine for the half, so they've done a good job of um, keeping better control and possession game happening for them. So that's good. Rebounding stats, there's two difference there. Um, so it's a pretty even game, which is reflected in the fact that it's all tied up. In terms of players, you know, the Capitals have got players who have played um, evenly spread minutes, whereas when you look at the Adelaide lineup, there's the players that have been taking a heavy workload out there, and you've got um, Lindsay's played 11 minutes, you've got Phillips has played 17, both Rasmussen and Garn have had 14, I mean, each and Foley's had 16, and um, so, you know, whether they will struggle coming down the stretch in terms of the workload that's been under tonight. So it'll be interesting to see. I think this one's going to go down to the wire. Neither of the teams can really get into any sort of rhythm. Um, one team starts to get a little bit of a break on the other and they just claw it back. So it's going to be a tough, hard-fought game to end, I think. It's interesting, though, because we, we look at Canberra as Chris Lucas have been sitting here waiting for them to come up. And Adelaide had a tough game last night. But neither team looked like they have any advantage or disadvantage from it. They both look as bad as each other. Well, they do, don't they? So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I just think that, you know, a bit of the heat's taking its toll perhaps out there tonight. But it's not, hasn't really been great basketball. It's not what you'd hope to see out of, a, as we said earlier in the game. You know, this is one versus two, second last round of the competition. Um, you You'd know, expect everyone to be polished, snapping through their through their sets. You would, you would, but it's just not happening. And you know, and maybe that's just because you know the amount of defensive pressure that's being applied by both teams is just really disrupting the group. All right, two teams are out there to get started for the second half. Sportradios.com.au's coverage of yeah is about to continue. Jess Foley, Phillips. Rasmussen, Garn and Woosden started off for Adelaide as they have first possession. Garn getting the inbound ball. Bibby, Lofthagen, Bevilacqua, Beatty and also Abram starting it for the Caps. Foley now on the wing, right hand side, has to go to Garn just inside the arc. Garn into the paint, shot is good and that's more like you'd want to see from this Adelaide Lightning side. That's a good start from Garn, and I think if the Adelaide Lightning continue to penetrate the ball on the dribble, that that will create problems for the Capitals. That puts Adelaide up by 2, 38-36, as Beatty now drives the left lane, gets into the paint, oh, working hard over Rasmussen, who does a great job in defence, triple team, so that allows the outlet pass to go to Phillips, she'll hold off, knocks over Abrams, woos them, thought about the three, then goes to the right elbow, lays up a short shot that can't be run down before it goes over the sideline, but touched on the way by the Capitals, and it will be Adelaide's ball with a 24-second shot clock in hand. So, two-point ball game here with uh, 50 seconds of the third quarter completed. 
Sam Woosnam's having a great season for the Adelaide Nightling, and she's she's got 10 points tonight, but she really hasn't had as big an impact as I thought she might um, this game, but it'll be interesting to see whether she comes up in the second half. Foley now looking to get the ball and the play underway once again. Inbound pass to Phillips. Phillips watched by Bibby. Both those players on three personal fouls. Phillips now pulls up on the dribble and has to go to the right-hand side. It's Rasmussen trying to get a drive down the baseline, but Beattie stopped her, then went back to the paint. I thought that was a travel. She double-shuffled then, but she's good enough to get her own rebound. It's a big shot from... Foley doesn't drop and eventually Beatty, uh, sorry, Bevel Aqua will come down with the ball. Abrams bounce pass to the low post, finds Lofthagen, but has to go back to Abrams. Abrams, Woosnam watching her, goes left side over to Bibby. Bibby then gives a Beatty a good hip check there on Foley and Bibby will knock down the long range too. Yeah, back Beattie, to a tight game. Bibby's got a job in the paint of making sure that she's got possession and then she you know, used her body to protect Bibby from the runner. Foley puts up an air ball into the arms of Tracy. Of uh, yeah, it's Tracy Garn, isn't it? It's uh, but she had the ball knocked away from her by Tracy Beatty, and it's over the side. Thirteen seconds left on the shot clock. Eight minutes, nineteen seconds left on the game clock. Jess Foley inbound it for Adelaide. Still a scrappy start to the second half. Phillips gets the inbound ball on the 45. How it gets away from Bibby easily. Puts up the shot, doesn't fall, and it's boxed out, allowing Bevelacqua to come up with the rebound. Brings it down the floor, pulls up at Foley. Oh, stop starts on Foley, then bounce past baseline, goes to Bibby, then off to Abrams, in sound to Beatty, then out to Lofthagen again. Lofthagen, 18 foot jumper, rattles off the iron. Beatty puts it back in, finally falls. Her first score for the Knights. She's glad to get that one. In a 250th game, as we mentioned, the Caps go up by two, 40 to 38 as Phillips sets up. Garn on the right, 45. Looked to go back to Phillips, who was cutting left side, but through the hands of Rasmussen and Phillips, then back to Woosnam. Top of the key. Drives down the left lane. Outlets to Phillips, who drives in again. Oh, it was the shovel shot. <laughs> that's right. She did a great job just to get that shot away in the end. That's actually going to go down. Well, that's fantastic. Was indeed. Whistle as the Caps call it back. And it'll be on Jess Foley. Now, that's going to be Foley's second personal foul. There's a lot of hand-checking happening now. You know, it's quite physical defensively, and there's an awful lot of hand-checking happening. Interesting to see whether the referees tighten up on that. Great recovery from Tully Bevelacqua. Yeah, it looked like the ball, the steal was on, but it will be the... uh, it will be the Capitals who manage to get it back as Bevelacqua throws herself on the floor. Bishop is into the oh, game. Bounce pass on Beattie and Beattie will finish it off. Bibby will finish it off, sorry. Terrific pass from Abby Bishop in the paint. She had great vision and found Jess Bibby on a really smart flash cut. So that was great team play. Hurst is going to come back into the game as uh, Phillips has been called for... Uh, sorry, not Phillips. Bibby has been called for her fourth personal play. So... That is a, a tough one. Mm. Just a, an innocuous one. Inbound ball to Phillips outside to Woosnam. Woosnam drives to the right lane, then outlets it to Foley for three. Someone's on the ground there. That's Abrams on the ground. The ball went over the backboard, so it will be a Caps ball. 42 plays 40. The Caps with the advantage by two. Yeah, now that's going to put some pressure on um, on Natalie Hurst. You know, with Jess Bibby getting her fourth foul this early into the second half, she might have to play some limited minutes, some limited minutes this quarter in particular. So Natty's really going to have to step up and take a leadership role out there and look to be an offensive threat, which she has been doing in recent weeks. Yeah, 
Beatty gets the ball, hands it off to Bishop, then to Abrams. Uh, Bishop goes down the left lane. Oh, great work from Bishop that time. Worked away from the left lane, sorry, from the right lane to the left lane to make the shot. Used the body really well, felt where the defence was and protected the ball well, finished off nicely. Bibby's sitting on eight points too, so our next field goal will give her that, uh, what, 2,000 points? 2,000 points. Rasmussen, three-point attempt from the right-hand wing is good. Kristen Rasmussen, first points of the game by my scorebook. Bevel Aquin now sets up over the top to Bishop. Bishop, oh, she gets her back to the basket, and then Rasmussen comes in on her, so she just walks. She put the ball into the bottom of the backboard, but she just walked to the line because she knew she'd been fouled. That's right. Capitals need to keep going inside to Bishop like that. She's doing a great job of not only... She's reading the defence really well, so she's taking her own options when they're there for her, but when they're not, she's finding the open player on the perimeter, and what that does is actually makes the defence move, collapse in, and then have to close out again, and you get the players open either on a, an easy open shot or they can get drill penetration with the momentum. So it's good to see. Bishop missed the first, but converts the second, and she moves to nine points for the game. The Caps are out by two once again. It's 45 plays 43 with the Transact Capitals taking the lead. Phillips carrying the ball down now. Goes right side to Foley. Foley back to Garn. Garn then off to Rasmussen. Gives it to Lindsay who's come back into the game for Adelaide. Rasmussen then goes uh, sorry, uh, Lindsay goes to Phillips uh, but Bevel Aqua gets a hand in there. Knocks the ball loose. Hurst came in late but the pass still was good enough to get the gun. Phillips for three. The travel wasn't called. The shot clock ran out, but it hit the iron. So Garns rebounding gives them another opportunity. Here's second chance points again, Michelle. Disappointing for the Caps not to come up with possession off of that play. Yes, as Lindsay goes for three, it's off the backboard. And Bishop, when you're banking in three-pointers, that is when the game is going right for you. It's and definitely. shooting percentage-wise tonight, we haven't seen the game going right for either team. 39% for Adelaide, 40, sorry, yeah, 42.9% for the Capitals. As, oh, Bishop, go, sorry, Beattie goes for a shot. Bishop gets mugged, I thought, by Phillips that time. Referee said it was all ball, and the contact with the shoulder was after she had knocked the ball away. Interesting one. Abrams inbounded. Then Hurst grabbing it, goes back to Bevelacqua at the centre circle, walking up towards Phillips. Oh, she almost got caught in a trouble. Bishop tried to take position. She flips it back. Abrams will have time to carry it. They'll 12 call a second play now. They've only got 12 seconds on the clock. Abrams, they had a double screen going one either side. Goes to Beattie. Beattie can't get it in, but Bishop will put back. Good play. Nice call from Kelly Abrams. She knew what was on the shot clock. Paul called the play and uh, found the open player for the bucket. Bishop moves now to to 10 points for the game. Bibby on nine, as I said before. Phillips looking around. Goes to the corner. Finds Lindsay. Hurst watching her. Lindsay drives away to the elbow, then gives it Rasmin, and Lindsay backs back. Got away from Hurst, but the shot didn't drop. Bishop comes up with another important rebound. Goes to Abrams, kicks it to Hurst. Hurst, Foley gets the block up, gets their hands in the air, which stops Hurst from getting a good shot in. Just uh, wasn't looking convincing at all from Hurst that time, unfortunately, for the Capitals. Rasmin backing into Beatty. Shot blocked, but the ref has said there was contact. Now, Kerry Graff is going... That, well, what happened at the other end? But I, uh, different ref. Timeout called by uh, Chris Lucas. Yeah, probably very unlucky to get that one called on there. Tracy Greedy um, 
Anyway, that's the way you got to play with the rest. They call it the way they see it, I suppose. Yeah, well, Kerry Graff talking about uh, an interesting problem that uh, tour players have, and that is they normally, you know, particularly uh, when they're watching uh, the shot from a tour player, they are watching the hand, but the contact is down by the elbow on a tour player, and they're missing those contacts as well. This time, blocking... I don't know what they were watching, but they saw contact. They did. And it's very true, you know. Often you see someone like Tracy Beattie and, and she's getting, um, you know, just hammered down from the elbow downwards on your shooting action. And, and even though it's below where you're releasing the ball, it's still in impact on the way that you shoot the ball. So it's really important that the referees actually see that stuff as well. Yeah, not just look at the release hand. They've got to look at the, the, the likely contact point. Exactly. Uh, on a shorter play, yeah, it is the ball. But on, on Tracy Beattie, it's never going to be the ball unless she's Very got a Ming Yao or something from uh, the, NBL might, uh, the NBA might be able to reach her. Yeah. I'd say there'd be a uh, well, there'd be a shortage of men in the NBL that would be able to reach Trady Beattie when she's in full extension. Forty-seven plays forty-three with three minutes fifty-nine seconds left to go on the three-quarter time clock, and it's the Capitals who will go to the. Sorry, it's the Capitals that are sending Adelaide to the line with Rasputin. It's it's a close one too. Was it a well? If it's yeah, if she's blocking the shot, then the shot was going up. Yes. Rasputin. So it wasn't a tricky one. Rasputin <laughs> had uh, scored three points so far in the game. She's now up to four. Abby Bishop's had a bit of an impact, hasn't she, this corner? She's been good for the capital. Has indeed. Rasputin's second shot doesn't drop. Beattie comes up with the rebound. Making amends. Number 25 tonight. Here in her 250th game. So a number of, what is that, a one-tenth of her game action. It's uh, around the arc, going through the hands of uh, Bishop to Hurst. Now back to Abrams, top of the key. Foley watching her. Oh, downtown three-pointer was a bit too hard. Bishop pulls it back. Phillips, uh, oh, Phillips gets it off Bishop. Then goes back to uh, Phillips again as she tries to strip it. Bishop gets it back and gives it to Abrams. Oh, Beattie had it slept away by Miss Mutant twice. As uh, it goes back to Hurst. Hurst. Gets a, a good, good screen, pass. yeah, to Bishop, and Bishop will put it in. Bishop having a big game tonight. She now goes to 12 points for the Caps. He's the top scorer. 14 for Foley is the top scorer on the floor. So Bishop having an important role because that's 14 bench points that good she's right. racked up. As Lindsay now pulling back, has to get Garn to come out of the arc. Then goes to Foley, who drives baseline. Charge on Foley. That will be important because that's her third personal foul. They really, Adelaide will really be concerned about that. They've got to think, uh, Phillips has got three now, Foley's got three. That creates some problems. And Rasmussen. And Rasmussen's got three as well. So, um, you know, that's that's a little bit of a concern for Chris Lucas. Is indeed. It's, uh, well, a couple of changes there. Woosnam, Lindsay, Garn, Phillips and Foley for Adelaide. For the Caps, Hurst carrying it. Abrams goes down in the right corner, but it's Beattie who gets it on the right lane. Goes back to Hurst. Bevelak were calling shots. Goes to Beattie. Then it's Hurst. Reverse layup is good. And Hurst, she'll be happy with that. She's five points for the game now. Foley gets it over the half. 51 plays, 41. The Caps with two minutes and 30 seconds left to go in the third term have this seven-point lead. Lindsay, left side to Phillips. 
Phillips wrong foot, Abrams Bishop reaching in, but Bevilacqua called for the foul. Bevilacqua was carrying the ball then. I think it was uh, Bishop who knocked it into Bevilacqua's hand, but it has Tully Bevilacqua's second personal foul. Yeah, the Caps are out by seven now, so that's a good lead for them to have got in this quarter. And, you know, two, two and a half minutes basically to go this quarter. They'd really like to go to the break with a reasonable lead like this. Woosom bounce pass on the baseline, goes to Foley, then to Lindsay, then to Phillips for three. Off the side of the iron, no one there to retrieve the ball. And it's over the side, Caps to get the turnover. Still with that seven-point advantage, two minutes and 12 seconds left to go in the quarter. Hurst carrying it back. What will she do? In the corner, right in the corner is uh, A is Bevilacqua. Gives it to Bishop. Bishop goes out to Hurst. Will get it back on the left elbow. High post. That's Beatty on the low post. Getting past Woosden. and brings it in. Nice move, Tracy under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of um, physical contact. Low. Oh, great job, Charlie. Bevel- Phillips has oh. gone down with a knee here. Oh, this no. is the big news. Bevilacqua is at the other end, but with one minute forty-two seconds. There is Erin Phillips down and oh, she is rolling on the ground. She looks like she's in a lot of pain. Yeah, she does indeed. It doesn't look good at all. And, uh, well, we feel for Erin Phillips there, the world champion. I saw, I was calling the game when Sam Woosdom did a knee right in front of us oh. at Tuggeranong a few years ago. And that put her out for the season of course, it's late in the season now. Phillips has not moved. The doctor from the Capitals. Of course, the AIS is here. And the AIS uh, doctor, I'm sure, will go out and uh, also provide some assistance as well. But Erin um, Phillips on the ground now. That is the news here at the AIS Arena. and uh, I think they're going to have to get the um, stretcher out to get her off of the floor here, so I think we'll have a delay. It, it is a referee's timeout here. So, a referee's timeout. I'm just uh, quickly looking around because uh, that is huge news that, uh, well, she's being carried off the court. I'm going to, uh, well, just say that that is going to be a huge dent in the Adelaide Lightning program because Phillips has been such a critical part of the program throughout the year. Well, you see the difference in the team that's on the floor tonight with Erin Phillips to the team that was on the floor, you know, several weeks ago when Canberra played Adelaide here without her. So that is a big blow. Cross your fingers that it is not a major injury for her. Um, You know, she's just a a star player in this league and she's a star player in... Um, Australian women's basketball and that'll be an absolute tragedy for her if, if a touch wood that it's not but it looked like she was in quite a bit of pain and uh, hopefully it's not a serious injury. No, we hope not as, uh, well, the game will come out this time out. One minute and 42 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Tully Bevilacqua is going to the line and makes the shot. So, Bevilacqua not sure how she was fouled, and I'm not quite sure who got charged with that foul. I'm going to say that it was Narelle Lindsay got charged with the foul there. Tully makes both. I was watching there, and so I can't help out with that one. No, I was too. <laughs> but Phillips down is the news in Canberra. Adds Lindsay now with the ball. Goes back to Ramford, who comes in her first minute. Then Garn goes back to Woosnam. 
Woosnam, ball on the floor, drives the left lane and uh. drops it in. Now, we remember back to the game in Adelaide when it was Rasmussen that went down. That fired Adelaide up it when did. Caps looked like they were in control. Could that be the story of tonight as well? It could be. Any of these Adelaide players can step it up and turn a game around. A good job, Natalie. She went hard and recovered the ball. And then shot from the right-hand elbow, bang, she gets the points. But you're right, sometimes it's something like that that happens with the team that really just fires them up and they get together as a group and they go on with the job. So it's interesting to see what impact it actually does have. Yeah, it will be a, an important one. Woosnam drives in, great block I thought by Bishop, uh, but in fact... It wasn't such a great block. She's been called for the foul. We've got 44 seconds left to go on the quarter. Sam Woosman's starting to have a little bit of impact. She's starting to take the ball, put the ball on the floor and go at Tracy Beattie and Abby Bishop, which is probably what she should have done a bit more earlier in the game. But um, good to see her doing that now. It makes, makes the first and the second. So she's got... Four points quickly here as Rebecca Duke steps out for Garn. Donna Lofhagen's just come in for Natalie Hurst, so they've got Capitals are going with a bigger lineup, gone from three small players to three big players, so they're just mixing up their game style. Yeah, they are indeed, as we're getting very close to quarter time, three quarter time. Abrams bounce pass right side to Bevelacqua. Caps. Leading here at the AS Arena. Bevilacqua puts up an 18-foot J. Doesn't fall. Foley does the clean-up and gives it off to Lindsay. Lindsay driving hard. Pulls up at the arc. Gets it to Woosnam for three. Bang! Pulled the trigger on that and converted. Yeah, she's really having an impact now. She's the you know, team captain. She's going to step it up and, and take the lead for them. Yeah, Abrams now going to the left-hand side. Abrams then comes back. That's uh, inside to Beattie, who is fouled by Ransford. Good penetration from Kelly Abrams and found Tracy Beattie on the flash cut. Stepping into the post. Yep, and that will see Ransford now come up with her first personal and with only seven tenths of a second left in the quarter sends it sends Beatty to the line to get a bit more confidence. <laughs> Makes the first, yep. Fifty eight plays fifty one. It's interesting, Dee Ranford, this is her first minutes in the game, you know, two almost three quarters into the game and she's you know, she's an experienced league player, so Yep. No time left. And at three-quarter time, it is the Capitals leading the Adelaide Lightning 59-51. to Your thoughts on that third quarter? Yeah, look, I think the Capitals um, really did just come out in that quarter and play some better discipline basketball. They were more disruptive defensively and at the offensive end of the floor, they played some really smart, what I call two-man games. They beat the ball inside to oppose runs and cut action or look to penetrate and dish. So that's really good to see. <coughs> was indeed. As we look for the stats, Simon... Uh, sorry, Simon Peters, I thought was coming back up here, but no. Um, well, the stats at half-time. I guess what I'm looking at once again, bench points. 20 points for the Capitals, only six. For the Lightning is the important one there. I'll let you have a look at those stats there. And uh, 
It is. It Shooting percentage is still woeful, though, by both teams. Yeah, but that's better season, and that's, you know, not making any uh, particular difference in the game. But you're right, the bench points have been important. And some of that's due to the fact, I think, that the um, Adelaide Lightning have played their bench in limited minutes. So, yeah, and Capitals are getting good, point, good mileage out of Addie Bishop out of Natalie Hurst. They've made some solid contributions out on the floor. Um, we've got Bishop with 13, so she's leading in. Yeah, 13 points. She's leading all four and for the captain at this point in time. Uh, Tully McMackle with 12 and what have you. So it's looking pretty good for the capital. Uh, you are struggling a bit with that voice here tonight. Yeah. But, uh, well, I turnovers 11 to 8, that is... Uh, I'm surprised it's so little. Because well, they would, I would have thought it would be 20s by now. Well, you would have thought with the rate they were turning the ball over in the first quarter that it would have, that both teams have really um, become much more disciplined and played a much better possession game. So, particularly Adelaide, who had seven in the first quarter, so they've only had two, um, oh, sorry, four for the last two quarters. So, that's really good effort. It is indeed. As we come out for the final quarter... The Caps are leading by eight as we get set to start the final turn. Abrams, Bibby, Beatty, Bishop and Bevelac were out there as the Lightning will see. Ramford, Foley, Woosnam, Duke and Lindsay. So Rasmussen is sitting out the start of this final turn. It's an interesting rotation here as Duke and Beatty work out on the floor of Duke and Beatty, Bishop, I mean, work out on the floor. Duke crashes into Beatty. She came off Bishop. Bishop gets a second chance and puts it back in. Really good vision from Tracy Beatty to find Abby Bishop. She drew the two players and found Abby Bishop on the stepping into the pain in the hole that was created. 61 plays 51, a 10 point lead for the Capitals. Woosnam goes cross court to Duke. Duke then goes back to Woosnam. Woosnam thought about the three, takes on Beatty. Beatty slaps away the shot. And it's over the baseline. Seven seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah. Adelaide will have to run a set play here to get a quick shot off in this possession. Woosnam now looking around as Foley gets the inbound pass. Five seconds left. Foley's going to have to jack it here. No, bounce pass to Duke. Duke backs it up. Yeah, but, oh, Beatty. Uh, sorry, it's Abrams that does the blocking of the shot. My head's still on Aaron Phillips. It's back in the rooms there and the treatment she needs. Bibby oh. runs the baseline. Duke cleans up as she can't get the reverse to land. Yeah, Bibby's back on the floor, which is good. She's playing with four fouls, but you might as well put her out there and see what you can get out of her the, for at least a couple of minutes. The crowd went all because uh, two points and she's got 2,000 in the league. Duke, pull-up jumper in the paint, banks it in. Nice pull-up from Rebecca Duke there. And again, it's dribble penetration and it opened that up. Abrams drives down the left wing, bounce pass to Bibby. Will Bibby know? She looks over the top, plays the team game, kicks it out to Bevelacqua from Bishop, rattles off the iron, Bibby hands off to Beatty. Beatty can't get it to drop. Lindsay has taken on Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua's hit the ground, ball's gone over the side, but Lindsay has been called for the foul. That's only her second personal. Adelaide would be really disappointed with that. There's no way that they should have allowed Capitals to come up with that rebound in that situation. That was just lazy and a, a mental failure to actually do the easy stuff, which is the box out on your players. 
Yeah, Bevelacqua now comes right side, goes to Abrams. Abrams in the paint, dumps off to Bishop. Bishop outlets to Bibby. Bibby drives into the paint. Foul! But can't get the shot to drop. So she has to do it from the line. That's right. She's got to nail him from the line. She's got 2,000 career points in the WNBL. Quite an achievement. Oh, Chris Lucas decides to ice the shooter. <laughs> that's right. And you know, that's interesting. 2,000 points in the league, and Jess Bibby's been plagued by injuries. So um, I'd be interested in knowing what her actual um, career average is for points per game. You would be interested. Well, now you, <laughs> no one listening has to look it up. Because as soon as I find the right page on my spreadsheet, <laughs> cap stats, I will tell you that the career stats for Jess Bibby, I have her on games 282, that includes finals. 282? 182, sorry. Um, I've only got her, interestingly enough, on 1990 points. So maybe I shouldn't use my stats. Well, 1990 would be right, wouldn't it? She'd have to get 10 tonight to take it to the 2000 Oh, mark. of course, yes, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so her career, yeah, because this isn't a live stats, is it? That's right. I'm thinking it's live stats on my spreadsheet. <laughs> good, on, good on me, I'll go back to sleep. 10.9 points per game is her okay. average. 10.93 if you want to get particular about it. Yep. So almost 11 points per game is a career average that has spanned, let me go to the official guide here, that it has spanned, she started in 1996 in the WNBL for Dandenong. So just to put a bit more pressure on her, it is announced that she has to make both. So she sits tantalisingly now on 1,999 points. She does not. 2,000 points for Jess Bibby. And re-establishes the 10-point lead for the Capitals. Yeah, that's a substantial um, lead for the Capitals to get out to now. There's eight minutes to go, so it's not beyond Adelaide, but it just, you know, double points. It's hard. It's the first time there's been a double... Well, there we go. Warren King gets (laughs) it back. And look, Her right, first points of the game. That's right. You know, a double-figure lead is um, a good thing to have. It just makes it that mental barrier that little bit more. Well, Tracy B travelled there in the paint when she crashed into Rebecca Duke, but still got the shot to drop. Beatty Day, points for the game. And uh, starting to build up confidence. Ranford now goes left, hands off to Woosdom for three. Off the front of the iron, Duke tries to go after the rebound. Beatty slaps it away, gives it to... Bevelacqua. Bibby now backing away. 7 minutes 22 seconds. Cross court pass to Bevelacqua. On the baseline is Abrams. Duke standing over her. Abrams is in trouble. 3 second violation on Kelly Abrams. Rebecca Duke just locking her up there in the pace. As uh, it will be the turnover to the Adelaide Lightning. A 10 point ball game here. 65 plays 55. And this is when they're really going to miss Erin Phillips. You know, she's the sort of player that when you're 10 points down, she's just going to give it everything. She's going to lead the group and she's going to take the the game by the scruff of the neck. I don't know that Adelaide has someone else who can do it quite as well as she can. Lauren King knocks down the three. That's Lauren King who can knock down three-pointer after three-pointer. Yeah, we'll add that in seconds (laughs) after she's done it. 58 to 65, the Capitals with a seven-point advantage now. Rasmussen comes back out for Ransford. That is a tall lineup, and mm-hmm. I'd say that means Duke's going to go back to the two spot. I would think so. If this group no, I think King's going to play two actually, so yeah. she's going to play three. 
As a, uh, and mix up in the D here, we've got the Adelaide Lightning playing a 1-2-2 zone by the looks of things, just to slow the Capitals down and take them out of their offensive. Yes, uh, Abrams oh. over the top, Russ Newton throws away, slaps away the pass, Abrams goes over the top again to Beattie, Beattie gets it back to Bibby, Bibby tries to drive, yep, they ran out of time, and uh, I can see Chris Kimball sitting next to me here from the ABC, I think he's been in the, uh, in the sheds there and uh, heard about Aaron Phillips. So we might pass it over. Chris, uh, what have you heard about Aaron? Oh, we just heard down in the tunnel there that she felt the, the knee go in and out of socket. Um, she, as she hit the ground there, it went out and then it came back in and they are su- suspecting ACL damage, obviously, uh, to a knee, which obviously puts her WNBA hopes in serious doubt for the end of the year and uh, Adelaide's finals hopes are, are now in, in all sorts of dramas. So. Well, their plan has to change. Yeah. So, Chris, you'll be calling one of those finals by the looks of it? Oh, hope, hopefully we'll be involved with the ABC. Uh, hopefully the Caps will get the one and two and, uh, and it, it should be a busy night. So uh, you're either going to be here or you go to Sydney to call a game up there? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they, uh, they have the big one here and, and we all get involved in some way and, and we get a big crowd here again. Not bad numbers here tonight. No, pretty good crowd. Thanks very much, Chris. Thanks, for, guys. Uh, us that update. See you later. Chris Gimble, of course, from the ABC, just giving us that update. Whilst you were away, a Woosnam shot was blocked, came back down the other end, Bevelak were knocked down the shot, Adelaide carried it back down, didn't get a shot away with great defence from the Capitals again, then Kelly Abrams comes up, and just as we came back to you with the live call, she knocks down a three, moves to 12 points for the game. And here we go, Sam Woosnam should make it here. Yeah, but the foul is going to go on Tully Bevelacqua, who had sort of fallen out of the play. Oh, no, it's going to go on, uh, on Jess... Uh, sorry, on, on uh, Abby Bishop. So that is Abby Bishop's third personal foul. As Bishop will see her opponent, Sam Woosnam, go to the line. Woosnam makes it. Sam Woosnam's been playing an important role, but the shots haven't been rolling. Both of those do. She's had a much better second half. She was reasonably quiet in the first half, particularly on the scoreboard. I mean, she was doing a, a solid lot of work, like, defensively, but um, on the scoreboard she was a little quiet and she's picked it up in the second half. Adelaide are continuing to run this 1-2-2 zone. It is disrupting the Capitals a little. Yes, it is indeed, as Bibby... Goes down to the baseline, gives it to Bevelacqua in the right corner, gives it to Bishop, gets it back from Bishop, and she steps out of court. No, double dribble. She got called on a double dribble. <laughs> you wouldn't expect a world champion to do that, but there's, there's the breaks. It is. Yes. Newton uh, inbounds it to Lindsay here. 10.4 game, 70 play 60. The Caps with the advantage. 4 minutes and 43 seconds. Lindsay drives the left lane, shot doesn't drop, Beattie gets mugged, and uh, she gets mugged, the ball falls over the baseline. Once again... And Adelaide get it back. Yeah, Adelaide are going to get the ball back. But uh, once again, it's, uh, they're watching, they're not actually watching what dislodged the ball, they're watching the hands, which are a long way away from the contact. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. As uh, Lindsay... Once again, bounce pass inside to Rasmitten. Rasmitten tried to get it to Garn. Bevelacqua dives. That's a travel. She's lying on the floor, rolling around. That's a travel. Well, it is a travel, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. just got to live with that. There's been an awful lot of sweat on the floor now, too. They'll have to call the sweepers out. Around about, well, I, I'd say Phillips went down just to the left-hand side of the top of the key. Mm. That was on the right-hand side inside the key, uh, inside the top of the key. 
but um, as we heard there, they think it's AC. Uh, Interior cruciate ligaments not. are a year. I hope not. It's bad news. Um, you know, not only is it about Adelaide and the championship, and then it's also her WNBA BF season there. Yep. So, um, you know, I don't know. Smith not. puts up a long range two. It's all net. She had a toe on the line. And that's another... Cherie Smith is another good long-range player. That's right. You know, and beyond the WNBA is Beijing next year for um, Aaron Phillips. So she'll be very upset and disappointed. Yes. Bevelacqua gives it to Bishop on the left side. Goes to Abrams. Inside to Beatty. Outside to Bishop. Then to Bevelacqua. Bibby for three. 2003 points is not there yet. She has to uh, get the rebound, though. Goes back to Bevelacqua. Right-hand side. Bibby again. Let's see. It's outside. That's Petey goes to Abrams. She has to take a double grab to get it. Gives it back to Bibby. It's Bevelacqua from downtown. Hits the three. Narelle Lindsay goes to eight points for the game. The Caps really haven't answered her as Kerry Graff is looking for a timeout here. 63 play 64. They lead by nine, the Capitals, here with three minutes 22. Bevelacqua into the corner is Abrams. Oh, this time it was Bishop that went down, lost the handle on it. Phillips, uh, sorry, uh, Sheree Smith gives it to Lindsay. Lindsay gets it over the half, gives it to King. King takes on Bishop, puts up the shot, hits the back of the iron, and Bishop will manage to outmuscle Rasmussen for the ball. And box out from Tracy Beatty too, which really helped Abby out on that situation. Yes, Abrams bounce pass right side to Beatty. Beatty goes off to Bibby. Bibby drives into the paint, pull up jump shot. Oh, uh, rattles in and out. Garn goes to Smith. Oh, everyone saw Lauren King go down to tie up her shoelaces and <laughs> thought she had done something. But Lindsay drives into the paint. Bishop gets a hand on it. Charge is piled on Lindsay as uh, Bibby hits the deck. And that's Narelle Lindsay's third personal foul. Yeah, she really had nowhere to go in that situation. Bibby had been standing in the paint uh, well before she left and uh, away she left. Timeout called. I don't know who it's been charged to, though. I don't think the referee knows who it's been charged to either. He hasn't signalled as yet. But I'm, I'm thinking Chris Lucas by the looks of the scoreboard. Timeout to Chris Lucas. That means Swinder. Got one minute left. He's not going to. He'll have one timeout to play with. One timeout to play with. They're nine points down, and there's what three and a bit minutes to go in this quarter. So they really need to start making a run at it now. It's interesting to see whether they stay in that zone when they come out of this break, or whether they'll actually go back to some man-to-man defense. They've been getting some mileage against the zone, but it just might need to mix it up again. I'm sure Graffy's talking to the girls about what they need to do to counteract that. So we'll just wait and see what um, Chris Lucas puts them into when they come out of this. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. As the Capitals look like they'll go with their... Well, no, they're not going with their starting lineup. They're going to go with Abrams, Bishop, Bibby, Bevelacqua and Beattie. For Chris Lucas, it's Foley, Smith, Rasputin, Garn and Lindsay. And... Uh, well, the news of the night, as we've mentioned all the way through, is Aaron Phillips going down in the third quarter with a suspected anterior cruciate ligament. When she slipped, I didn't see why she slipped over. I didn't see if she slipped or if she was knocked. But the news is that we think she has uh, 
done the AC. It's good drive from Bevelacqua. Outlet to Bibby. Bibby comes around the arc. Goes to Abrams. Inside to Bishop. Oh, yeah, to Bishop on the line. Outside to Abrams who comes down the left lane. Pull-up jumper from halfway down the lane. Really good inside-outside game. Just caught the defence, uh, you know, on trying to react and, and got the open shot, which is great. 75-64, the Capitals with an 11-point lead. Smith goes to Rasmussen, top of the key, then Foley on the left 45. Backs in on Abrams, but stops. Oh. Abrams gets a piece of the pass, and Bevel, uh, sorry, Bibby, layup is good. Bibby, 2,002 points. Uh, out to 13 point lead now, minute 40 to go. You'd have to think that Adelaide would have to do something pretty spectacular to get back into this one. Yes, as uh, Lindsay fouled, um, fouled, no, just the ball slapped away over the baseline by the Capitals there. So, interesting to see how Adelaide can stop the clock this time. The inbound pass was uh, crashed into by Abby Bishop. Abby Bishop. That puts her on four fouls now for the game. And she knows she has been a little bit uh, foul prone. Well, she has, but the difference with this game is it's a minute and a half to go. In previous um, games, you know, she's been getting a racking them up early, so... Rasmussen, long range three, hits the side of the iron. Beatty comes down with the ball and gives it to Bevelacqua, who'll carry it back. 77 plays 64, 13 points for the Caps. In the corner, Bevelacqua drives baseline, outlet into the three-point territory for Jess Bibby, who has found her range. She moves to 15 point, 16 points for the game. Oh, 18 points they've got her for the game. But that means my score sheet's out, so I better go with that. I've got 82 to 64 here, guys. It's the Capitals with 57 seconds left. Beatty gets it in and uh, just eating up time as it bounced on the ring. That's right. Nice strong move again from Josie. It shows she's played 250 games. Yes. Good. Oh, good little hooky there from Rashford in that time. She moves to six points for the game. Yeah, it was a tough shot over the big hand of Tracy Beatty. That's not easy to do. 82 plays, 66. The Capitals in control. Bevelacqua goes left side, handoff from Bishop, then gets it back, gives it to Abrams who runs baseline. Lindsay taps it over the side as it was trying to get it across into the corner for Jess Bibby. This is an important win for the Capitals. They've got the split over Adelaide. Yep. Uh, you know, they'll go back to the top of the ladder, I would think. Yep. Um, you know, good stuff. As Bishop gets the inbound pass, Abrams, 27 seconds left. They've got four seconds left on the shot clock. Goes to Bevelacqua for three. She nails it. Oh, the buzzer. There's 20 seconds left in the game. And Bevelacqua is 20 points for the game. She's happy about that one too. Yes, that's Garn inside that puts the layup in. But it's 17-point lead for the Capitals as Tully Bevelacqua wraps it up in the front court. She makes no attempt. Sam Woosnam shakes her hand. The Capitals are on top and they look like they've secured a home final here in the first round of the playoff series. Yeah, look, great, great outcome for the Capitals. Um, you know, they, they really worked hard most of the time. They didn't have a good start, 
Well, Raffia, it started off as uh, just give it to me, give it to me, handovers everywhere. Eventually, you did get settled and started to uh, pull away. They clawed you back. They pulled away. You clawed them back. And, uh, of course, the third turn with Phillips going down, just it upsets you when your playmaker in general goes out. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I think it was typical of a, a playoff. It was a nervous start from both teams. Soft turnovers, easy missed shots. And then I think they got into the rhythm of the game better than we did. I think their ball movement, their penetration and ball movement was super. We struggled to find their shooters, and that killed us. I mean, they had half their score from the three-point line in the first half. And as you say, when, you, when your franchise player goes down, I mean, you can do one or two things. You know, I said to our team at the timeout, look, that can energise a team sometimes. They pull together and they say, look, we've got to get this, this stuff done. But, you know, Phillips is their engine room in a lot of ways. And I think that, you know, it, it, you take a, a knife to the heart when something like that happens. And we had to capitalise, and I think we did that. It was shades of what happened when you went to Adelaide because that's when Rasmussen went down with a knee and that did energise and inspire him to uh, come back and get you. Yeah, absolutely, you're right. They, you know, the WNBA star goes down and, and that, that really kicked him upstairs a little bit. I think it gave him some good matchups. You know, I think for us, I think Abby Bishop was superb off the bench again. She worked well in the post. Abrams was super defensively. She had gone a lot of the time. Um, you know, I think... Look, we, we talked about the half-time. They were outplaying us, I felt, and we and it was still tied. So, you know, we learned a lot from that game. I think we've got better ball to come. I think I don't think it was a 17-point game. I think that margin's very skewed. But, hey, we'll take the win. We've got the split. Now we've got to go out and try and get Sydney. Sydney and Townsville, at least you know that you are probably going to have one home final and a chance at the grand final here at the arena. Yeah, absolutely. Our focus right now is just on Sydney. If we can get Sydney, we lock up top spot and we get that that double chance in the home final. Um, it's one game for us right now. We want to try and get them, get the split and put ourselves in the perfect situation to come playoff time. All the best for the week. Thanks, mate. Well, Tracy Beattie, I thought they might have let you put an extra zero on the end of your jump for the night because it was the 250th game. You took a while to get in with it, but uh, eventually it came. Eventually, yeah. My mindset was not there tonight, and I know no excuses. But, yeah, I would have liked to have remembered that one on a bit more of a high. Other than the great, fantastic win by the team, but, yeah, I would have liked to have contributed a little more. <laughs> but I guess one thing we've talked about this year is the way that uh, Tracy Beatty has changed the way she goes in a game, and you're the first one to say that you probably wouldn't have come back, scored 11, uh, 12 points at no. the end of the game in no. years gone by. In years gone by, uh, well, I probably would never have gotten on the court, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but, no, my confidence at halftime, I would have not have even even look to have taken another shot and like I just can't in this team I can't do that I need to put my 10 points on the board my you know five to ten points plus you know my 10 rebounds or whatever so if I can do that game in game out that's a fairly consistent game 250 more games in you <laughs> oh, I'm too old now <laughs> no probably not that not sure what we're doing next season. I've um, had an offer to me uh, for the Cats, but, um, yeah, just family situation. We're not sure what's going on yet. So. Well, we have uh, another round of the regular season, and you get to play some more finals. Uh, absolutely. I can't wait. All the best. Thank you. Well, Abby Bishop, congratulations. Uh, a solid game tonight. Coming off the bench, and uh, you, you really were giving them a lot of trouble. Yeah, coming off the bench, I haven't been training much. I've got shin splints at the moment, but... 
getting the same amount of time that I would as um, when I was starting, and I just got in there and did my thing, rebounded, and got a few putbacks, and yeah, did what Graffy told me to do. You've really been enjoying this last month of ball. You've had a great, uh, great run down there in Melbourne, and before that, you had a fantastic performance at Southern Cross Stadium at the start of the year. Yeah, I've come out this um, this year and just said to myself, this is my year. I want to help the Capitals get into finals. I want to do my bit, and um, hopefully we'll get to the grand final and win it at home. Well, it's Sydney next week, which you have to uh, get through before those playoffs, and then off to Townsville. Yeah, hopefully we'll get Sydney next Friday night, and that'll um, keep us top of the table, and then we'll get a home semi, but we'll just play it by year and see how we go next Friday night. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Well, just Finney, 2,000 points in the defence jobs, WNBL. Congratulations. Thanks. I, I had no idea, really, and it's, I mean... At the end of the day, it'll be nice to look back and, and say that I, you know, I've got that many points, but the wins are thing. You had no idea. No the idea. The ground announcer tells you that as you're walking up to the free throw line. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I sort of got a little bit nervous when she said that because I'm sure the crowd was sort of expecting me to knock those two in. But at the end of the day, I don't care about that really. It's, it's not about you know individual milestones. It's about you know um, hopefully getting a home final. All right. Tonight, the early fouls in your game just really frustrated you. Yeah, it did I? Um, you know, I, I mean, I think I finished with four and two of them were, were reasonably questionable, but, you know, you, you live with that and, you know, some weeks they get called, some weeks they don't and you just got to try and adjust. Are you just trying to give Natty some more of her time by racking up the fouls? <laughs> well, like, certainly not deliberately, but, you know, we've got such a good uh, a good mix of guards, so, you know, it doesn't matter if, if someone's in foul trouble or struggling, we've, we've always got a good mix running through. All the best for Sydney next week. Thank you. Kelly Abrams, uh, well, after... A rough few weeks there. You've come back with a vengeance tonight. Your D was fantastic and the shots were starting to drop for you as well. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, my defence was a little lacking in the first in the first half and I made a conscious effort at halftime to come out and, um, you know, do a job and lock down. You know, Garn was um, killing us on the offensive boards and so Graffy said, you know, mate, get on her. We just don't, we just need to get her off the board. So, yep. Of course, we watched the uh, the game heaven pro. What were you thinking when you saw pass after pass get intercepted by the opposition? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we weren't as sharp as we should have been and, um, you know, I think we, we can't afford to start have starts like that and keep teams with us. Um, you know, credit to Adelaide. You know, statistically, they're the best um, rebounding team in the league and, you know, that's an area that we, we were really exposed on um, and it's something we still need to improve on. Yeah, but at halftime you had Aaron Phillips with two points, so that, that shows the D was working. Yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised. I didn't think Aaron was as, as attacking as um, she normally was. I mean, with the fatigue set in from the game last night, I think she played some pretty big minutes. But, um, you know, they really needed her to step up. But, uh, you know, again, credit to our defensive players um, in Tully Bevelacca and Jess Bibby. Uh, we sucked Jess on her at the start, thought we'd mix it up a little bit. And, um, you know, that's a great job to hold her to that. Well, all the best for Sydney next week. Thanks. Well, finally, it's the Capitals sitting on top of the ladder. They have the split over their nearest rival in the Adelaide Lightning. When you look at the ladder, Sydney Uni jump up to second position as well. Uh. Now, Sydney Uni must have the split on Adelaide. Well, there you go. Adelaide drop back to third position with one game apiece. Capitals have two games, so really... They've got two games in hand, and they've got the split over Adelaide. They play for the split next Friday night, Australia Day, here at the AIS Arena, and that will then determine top spot. So we're going to have two top-of-the-table clashes in a row. The Capitals taking it out tonight, but the Sydney 
Uni Flames are going to have an important trip down the Hume Highway for their final game of the season. They certainly are, and that's going to be a fantastic game. We've just heard that Natalie Porter actually um, injured herself of two minutes ago in, in Sydney tonight. Not sure to what degree that injury um, will keep her on or off of the floor, but she's an important part of their lineup. And look, they will be Karen Dalton, an exceptional coach. She will be, they know each other's games, Carrie and, and Karen, a nice little rivalry going, so they know each other's games really well. And, um, you know, there'll be a lot of scout and they'll be watching the tapes this week for tomorrow, for next week's game. Porter did her ankle in a little way against Bulleen, um three weeks ago now. She played against the AIS. She played against Adelaide last week. Now if she's aggravated it further, she was playing on it, but she was sore and uh, mm. and she you know she was feeling it even after the Adelaide game last week. Now to hear that she's she's gone down with an ankle, remembering back that Porter started on the bench against the Capitals in the first game of the series up in Sydney when she had a wisdom teeth out. That's right. She came on and racked up a, a best-on-ground performance. Absolutely I think Eve Rafiaki got it from the ABC, <laughs> but it was Porter just who was electrifying against the Caps on that occasion. Absolutely, and, and I mean, she's been in outstanding form this season. She's really um, been a solid, she's a franchise player, um, and, you know, they'll be very disappointed if she's not able to play through the final series, and touch wood, you know, she's just tweaked it, and that's all it is. But, you know, it's an interesting dilemma now for for Karen. If she has re-injured this um, ankle, does she play her next week if she's 50% or does she sit her out for a week and so hold her for the finals? You know, what's at stake next week? Second chance. That's that's exactly right, you know. So it's going to be an interesting week and in what's happening um, not only on the floor but what's happening off the floor in terms of medical treatment and what have you for, for a number of players in the league. I, I think, you know, if Phillips has done her ACL, which we suspect that's a big blow to the Adelaide um, Championship drive. Yeah. We will try to get that information to you on sportradio.com.au as soon as it comes to hand. But for now, it's Australia Day and the Capitals versus Sydney Uni Flames at the AS Arena. We hope you join us on sportradio.com.au for all the action. Until then, on behalf of Simon Peters, Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a very good evening. Well, Raffi, it started off as uh, just give it to me, give it to me, handovers everywhere. Eventually, you did get settled and started to uh, pull away. They clawed you back. They pulled away. You clawed them back. And, uh, of course, the third term with Phillips going down just it upsets you when your playmaker in general goes out. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I think it was typical of a, a playoff. It was a nervous start from both teams. Soft turnovers, easy missed shots. And then I think they got into the rhythm of the game better than we did. I think their ball movement, their penetration of ball movement was super. We struggled to find their shooters, and that killed us. I mean, they had half their score from the three-point line in the first half. And as you say, when, you, when your franchise player goes down, I mean, you can do one or two things. You know, I said to our team in the timeout, look, that can energise the team sometimes. They pull together and they say, look, we've got to get this, this stuff done. But, you know, Phillips is their engine room in a lot of ways, and I think that... Yeah, it, it, you take a knife to the heart when something like that happens, and we had to capitalise, and I think we did that. 
there were shades of what happened when you went to Adelaide because that's when Racing went down with a knee and that did energise and inspire them to uh, come back and get you. Yeah, absolutely, you're right. They, you know, the WNBA star goes down and, and that, that really kicked them upstairs a little bit. I think it gave them some good matchups. You know, I think for us, I think Abby Bishop was superb off the bench again. She worked well in the post. Abrams was super defensively. She had Garn a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I think... Like we, we talked about the half time. They were outplaying us, I felt, and we and it was still tight. So, yeah, we learned a lot from that game. I think we've got better ball to come. I think I don't think it was a 17 point game. I think that margin's very skewed. But hey, we'll take the win. We've got the split. Now we've got to go out and try and get Sydney. Sydney and Townsville. At least you know that you are probably going to have one home final and a chance at the grand final here at the arena. Yeah, absolutely. Our focus right now is just on Sydney. If we can get Sydney, we lock up top spotting. We get that. That double chance in the home final. Um, it's one game for us right now. We want to try and get them, get the split, and put ourselves in the perfect situation for some playoff time. All the best for the week. Thanks, mate. Well, Tracy Beattie, I thought they might have let you put an extra zero on the end of your jump for the night because yeah. it was the, the 250th game. You, you took a while to get in with it, but uh, eventually it came. Eventually. I, yeah. I've, my mindset was not there tonight, and I know no excuses. But, yeah, I would have liked to have remembered that one on a bit more of a high. Other than the great, fantastic win by the team, but, yeah, I would have liked to have contributed a little more. <laughs> but I guess one thing we've talked about this year is the way that uh, Tracy Beattie has changed the way she goes in a game. And you're the first one to say that you probably wouldn't have come back scored 11, uh, 12 points at the no. end of the game in no. years gone by. In years gone by, oh, well, I probably would never have gotten on the court, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but, no, my confidence at halftime, I would have not have even even look to have taken another shot and like I just can't in this team I can't do that I need to put my 10 points on the board my you know five to ten points plus you know my 10 rebounds or whatever so if I can do that game in game out that's a fairly consistent game 250 more games in you <laughs> oh, I'm too old now <laughs> no probably not that not sure what we're doing next season. I've um, had an offer to me uh, for the Cats, but, um, yeah, just family situation. We're not sure what's going on yet. So, Well, we have uh, another round of the regular season, then you get to play some more finals. Uh, absolutely. I can't wait. All of it. Thank you. Well, Abby Bishop, congratulations. Uh, a solid game tonight. Coming off the bench, and uh, you, you really were giving them a lot of trouble. Yeah, coming off the bench, I haven't been training much. I've got shin splints at the moment, but getting the same amount of time that I would as um, when I was starting and I just got in there and did my thing, rebounded and got a few putbacks and yeah, did what Graffy told me to do. You've really been enjoying this last month of ball. You've had a great uh, great run down there in Melbourne and before that you had a fantastic performance at Southern Cross Stadium at the start of the year. Yeah, I've come out this um, this year and just said to myself this is my year, I want to help the Capitals get into finals, I want to do my bit and um, hopefully we'll get to the grand final and win it at home. Well, it's Sydney next week which you have to uh, get through before those playoffs and then off to Townsville. Yeah, hopefully we'll get Sydney next Friday night and that'll um, keep us top of the table and then we'll get a home semi but we'll just play it by year and see how we go next Friday night. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Well, just Finney, 2,000 points in the defence jobs, WNBL. Congratulations. Thanks. I, I had no idea, really. And it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it'll be nice to look back and, and say that I, you know, I scored that many points back to win something. I think. You had no idea? No the idea. The ground announcer tells you that as you're walking up to the free throw line. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I sort of got a little bit nervous when she said that because I'm sure the crowd was sort of expecting me to knock those two in, but 
at the end of the day, I don't care about that, really. It's, it's not about, you know, individual milestones. It's about, you know, um, hopefully getting a home final. All right. Tonight, the early fouls in your game just really frustrated you. Yeah, it did. I, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I think I finished with four and two of them were, were reasonably questionable, but, you know, you, you live with that and, you know, some weeks they get called, some weeks they don't, and you just got to try and adjust. Are you just trying to give Natty some more of a time by racking up the fouls there. <laughs> well, like, certainly not deliberately, but, you know, we've got such a good uh, a good mix of guards, so, you know, it doesn't matter if, if someone's in foul trouble or struggling, we've, we've always got a good mix running through. All the best for Sydney next week. Thank you. Kelly Abrams, uh, well, after a rough few weeks there, you've come back with a vengeance tonight. Your D was fantastic, and the shots were starting to drop for you as well. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, my defence was a little lacking in the first in the first half, and I made a conscious effort at half time to come out and, um, you know, do a job and lock down. You know, Garn was um, killing us on the offensive boards, and so Graffy said, you know, mate, get on her. We just don't, we just need to get her off the board. So, yep. Of course, we watched the uh, the game even pro. What were you thinking when you saw pass after pass get intercepted by the opposition? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we weren't as sharp as we should have been, and, um, you know, I think we, we can't afford to start have starts like that and keep teams with us. Um, you know, credit to Adelaide, you know, statistically they're the best um, rebounding team in the league and you know that's an area that we we were really exposed on um, and it's something we still need to improve on. Yeah but at half time you had Aaron Phillips with two points so that, that shows the D was working. Yeah I mean I was a little surprised I didn't think Aaron was as, as attacking as um, she normally was I mean whether the fatigue set in from the game last night I think she played some pretty big minutes but um, you know they really needed her to step up but uh, you know Again, credit to our defensive players um, in Tully Bevelacca and Jess Bibby. Uh, we sucked Jess on her at the start, thought we'd mix it up a little bit, and, um, you know, that's a great job to hold her to that. Well, all the best for Sydney next week. Thanks.